Glory to God in the highest, and peace to those on whom his favor rests. I would not describe the main word of people that I deal with to be peace right now. Now, as a priest, I am with people constantly, and I am, I am with people when they're very honest and kind of expose their bare selves. And more than ever, I think this, this word that I'm about to use, at least in the course of my priesthood, seems like, like people are dealing with this more than ever. And the word I would use to describe how people are feeling right now overall is agitated. I think people are very, very agitated right now. And I think people are agitated because of a lot of the, the big movements that are going on in the world. There's a lot of things going on right now in the world. And these, these big movements of the world have a way of agitating. And I think the, the movements I'm speaking about particularly, I'll just name a few of them that generally that I hear truly on a daily basis, agitate people. One of the things that people are agitated by are politics in general, which are at a higher pitch maybe than they have been in quite some time. Some of the new social movements of our day, some of the, the, the new movements we find some of our young people interested in kind of the woke woke movement is very agitating for a lot of people that I talk to some people are very agitated and fearful um, and this is the fear leads to the agitation very often of the virus in general and you know it being basically two years at this point um, people are on edge right and and people find themselves agitated with people who don't follow the ways that have been prescribed to deal with the virus. So people get really angry at other people because they're not following the rules like everybody else should be from their point of view. This agitates people terribly. Another thing that agitates people is basically the opposite. The fact that these rules are being implemented and that we're, we're still in this stuff two years later and the fact that they're being told what to do and these particular prescriptions for how to deal with the virus is very agitating. Of course, there is pretty much daily an agitation that I hear from people with regards to the masks. People wearing masks, people not wearing masks. It's just it's an agitating thing all the time. People are agitated by mandates, which are more and more, it seems. And people who are more involved in the Catholic Church and just church life in general are particularly agitated with the church and the church's response to some of these social issues. And why isn't the church saying more about these things? People are agitated with the way that the church is dealing with the, the whole COVID uh, scenario. 
people are agitated that the church is not doing enough with regards to restrictions on COVID, and then people are very upset that people are doing, that the church is doing too much and implementing too many restrictions with regards to dealing with COVID. So there's a lot of things to be agitated about. And I think what this agitation tends to do for people is it can be a major obstacle, a major obstacle to peace. I actually think it's a major obstacle to our relationship with God to overly fixate and overly indulge in these issues. Now, I say that being fully aware that these are real issues that all of us have to deal with and they impact all of us. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying it's not real at all, all of these things. But what I am saying is to overly fixate our attention on these things will drain us to death. They will put us on edge all the time and we'll find ourselves becoming, as many are now, angry, depressed, anxious. It's not helpful. We as Christians are called to be in the world. We, we are in the world, but we are not called to be of the world. We don't live for this world as Christians. We see a different vision, a deeper vision, a transcendent reality that transcends what we can see with our eyes and the things of this world and the big players and the big movements. Now, today, here, Christmas 2021, we're celebrating the fact that God himself, the creator of the cosmos, God himself became a human being. Existence itself became a baby, became real. And every single person who was a big player on the world stage missed it. Nobody saw it. Nobody was paying attention. They were all fixated on the big things going on at the time. We read about some of the big players at the time at the beginning of this gospel. There's a lot of big things happening. A decree went out from Caesar Augustus. Big Caesar Augustus. A mandate. That the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. So they all went to be enrolled, each to his own town, and Joseph went up from Galilee to the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the family of David. Mary, Joseph, shepherds, magi, all people that were told 
are paying attention to what was necessary to pay attention to. The bigger picture. God's plan. God manifesting himself. The fact that God is alive, God is real, he is the ultimate mover of reality. And we find peace when our will is conformed to his will. Joseph and Mary were in a way worse spot than probably, and I don't want to be over-assuming here, but probably most of us in this church at the time of these events. The trip that they had to make to get enrolled and be counted in the census was, as a crow flies, about 70 miles. Might have been more. So you have this scenario where Joseph has his pregnant wife, Mary, that he's supposed to take care of, taking Mary in this vulnerable spot that she's in in her pregnancy, all the way down the 70-mile trip. Eventually, they get to their destination, which is Bethlehem. And in Bethlehem, they can't even find a place to sleep. So they basically sleep in a cave. Later on, Herod gets wind that there's a new king, and Herod's a horrible human being, he's a very powerful human being, and he makes it his goal to kill every single baby born within the time that Jesus was born in that area. Hundreds, maybe thousands of babies. So he's got armies after Joseph and Mary. And so we notice, how do Joseph and Mary react? They are tuned into the right things and not distracted and poisoned by everything going on outside of them. They properly fixate their attention on that which deserves attention. The big picture. Where is God? What is he telling me to do right now? And then they find God. And they see God. And they move appropriately. Joseph has four dreams. Joseph, this is kind of symbolic. He had dreams. But when we're asleep, we're vulnerable. We're open to God. We're very um, docile when we're asleep. Joseph didn't know which step he was going to take, where he was going to go every single time, every single step. Everything just seemed to get worse and worse as time went on. And so he waits patiently and he trusts and God gives him a clear answer. Go here, go there, come back. Joseph's able to act. The Blessed Virgin Mary, we're told, is praying throughout this whole experience. In the Gospel of Luke, we hear her praying on these things, discerning them, reflecting on them in her heart. She doesn't quite understand how, what's going on here. And so she, she reflects on them. She spends time in silence. All of us as human beings right now in this place, 2021, in the world, will find ourselves incredibly agitated if all of our attention is fixated on our phones, 
reading into the next headline, instead of praying, how about praying the rosary for some of the time that we actually look at our phones? We're spending moments in silence, talking to God, listening to Him. As we increase our life in prayer, as we do the things of the church, just the, bare, the, the fundamentals, going to Mass, going to confession when we need to, receiving the sacraments, praying regularly, it's not very complicated. We start to see all the big movements, kind of, we start to see ourselves removed from them in a certain way, and we start to see things in a bigger way. And our wills start to be conformed to God's will. God sees the big picture for our lives. And God is the true power of human history. Here we stand in 2021, the Roman Empire is long gone. And we're still celebrating God. Jesus, we ask you to help us to have the peace of Joseph and Mary, even in very stressful circumstances. Give us the transcendent peace that the angels speak of as they appear to the shepherds. Help us to have the peace that is a confidence in your will. Even when things are really bad and we are suffering, help us to have that confidence in conformity with our lives in accordance with your will. We ask you to bless all of us and our families. Help us to pay attention To you as you appear to us as you did 2,000 years ago. Increase our faith and our trust, our dependence on you, and our openness to follow your will. Take away any obstacles that prevent us from seeing you or following you. We ask for many Christmas blessings upon us and our families. And above all, we ask that we see you, that we pay attention to that which deserves our attention. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us just take a few moments in silent prayer to just speak to and listen to the Lord in our hearts.